Hey everybody, it's Dynamite Download and thanks again for tuning in. We have a breaking interview with Alex Reynolds of the Dark Order, one half of the recruitment specialists and one of our absolute favorites on BTE. This guy shares so much of his journey to AEW, some of his favorite skits in the Dark Order and that whole process of how that comes together. Who he's going to be recruiting next, which happens to be Sting. They're pushing to get Sting into the Dark Order, guys. You're going to want to listen to this one. And some of his favorite wrestlers, past, present, and future. Cannot wait to see what he has in store for us in 2021. Talk some big goals and talked about some potential titles down the road. Welcome to Dynamite Download, everyone. Your home for all positive coverage on all elite wrestling. We have Crayfish over there in the mitten, and I am SPD. And we are joined by a recruitment specialist, a member of the Dark Order, Alex Reynolds. Thanks for joining us. How are you doing, Alex? I'm good. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Our pleasure. Our pleasure. Now, we, we were just talking and we, we love hearing people follow their dreams and having their hard work pay off for them. And it's clearly showing how excited and happy you are being a part of AEW. But before we dive into AEW, when did you first start get into the, like the wrestling business? You know, what made you want to become a wrestler? Um... I mean, you know, it's just like that same old kind of story. Uh, I was just an obsessed wrestling fan. Um, it just, it consumed me. Mm. And I was fascinated by all, uh, pretty much all aspects of it. And my big thing was like, you know, growing up, I feel like every kid that watches wrestling is like, oh, I want to do this, you know. Mm-hmm. Um that never shook me like that never left me uh at any point in my life but uh so i would always say i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it and then i remember sitting in a college class like my freshman year and i was like man if i don't do this now i don't want to look back 20 years ago or 20 years you know look back 20 years later and be like man i wish i just tried it Mm. just to see Mm-hmm. Um, so then I started like, you know, and I'd already been researching wrestling schools, um, already kind of gave my parents the head up, like heads up, yeah. like, Hey, like this mm-hmm. is, this is what, uh, I'm going to be doing. Um, that's great. And then I found uh, New York wrestling connection in in, uh, 2006 and started there. Now. Wow. And so, um, that's really inspiring. I mean, you know, we are, like you said earlier, we were big, huge wrestling fans growing up. And, you know, we dabbled in amateur level, level, way backyard wrestling just for fun. Oh, me too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's where I got my SPD gimmick. So, you know, I took a lot of uh, Rob Van Dam's type of, you know, SPD. There we go. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. I see. I I didn't go to my uh, junior prom because me and my friends are backyard wrestling. And when I say no. When I say I didn't go to my junior prom because we were wrestling, I mean uh, we didn't have any dates, so <laughs> we decided we decided to back our wrestle instead. Uh, that's, that's good. Pretty much, I like that's that. pretty much how that story goes. <laughs> the cool way is, oh, you know, we're just gonna blow this dance off. Like, yeah, that's lame. We don't need and these. Then, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but the real reason is, yeah, we just couldn't get anybody to go with. So yeah, but who's that. laughing? Who's laughing exactly. now? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. No, that, that's a great story. And um, 
now shifting back to AEW, when did you first hear about, I mean, cause you have a long history on the Indies and, you know, dabbling in WWE a little bit as, um, when did you first hear about coming to AEW? Um, man. So obviously we had heard about her rumblings that there's going to be this new company. Yeah. Um, so, and you know, at that point I'd been wrestling for, god maybe like 13 years and like oh. every couple of years you kind of hear oh yeah there's going to be this new company this, you know right and then it never happens um but then you hear like all right young bucks are involved cody's involved like this they're not going to jump into something if you know mm-hmm. they don't think it's going to work mm-hmm. so uh before there was even an aw announced we had reached out to the young bucks uh johnny and i um just sent a message like hey you know and we had like known them in the past and wrestled them and um so we just said like hey like we don't know if these things are true but like any chance to work with you guys in the future like we would we would just love the opportunity right and they're like oh cool like you know we'll keep that in mind blah blah blah. like nothing nothing's for sure yet whatever And we would just kind of stay in contact with them over like the next couple months after like the announcement and the press conferences and, you know, uh, and then we did a SmackDown in Madison Square Garden. It oh. was John and I against uh, Heavy Machinery. Wow. Um, and uh, I want to say that was Tuesday. So that Thursday we got asked to do uh dynamite in philadelphia amazing so it was even before the first dynamite that they reached out to us asking for us yeah it was pretty cool (laughs) and we weren't we weren't even a tag team anymore we had broken up and we were like ready to do our separate things like hey we've done tag team stuff for a long time now let's just that was in like july uh may or like over the summer uh, and then we did the garden and we got the match and I was like, man, we've done some pretty cool stuff as a tag team. Like mm-hmm. that, that, this is awesome. Like who would have thought that we would have the opportunity to wrestle at the garden mm-hmm. together? A dream. Yeah. You know, so, and then, you know, three days later we get hit up to do AW as a tag team and I was like, okay, now, <laughs> I, I get the signs guys like right, yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep like i think i think we need to put our single stuff on hold for now <laughs> refocus well that's a that's a testimony of you know like not giving up you know and, and continuing to push forward um you know having that patience and the wrestler's journey is is not an easy one we've talked to a couple of the people on your on your team here john you know and that has been a consistent thing is persistence you know continuing to to push through. Um, you never know what is uh, on the other side if you're willing to, to continue to pursue it and keep pushing. Um, and it's it's wild that you mentioned that you guys were considering breaking up because we could not imagine <laughs> AEW television without you guys, honestly. Yeah. Um, and not not just the, the, the television product, but all the stuff that you guys have done on BTE. You guys are so special and dynamic and I genuinely mean it. You're hilarious. And you I appreciate really that. Things light. Um, we really, really in, like this last year was hard for a lot of folks. Uh, yeah. between, and you and between you and John and the rest of your team, um, you kept a lot of people smiling. So I just want to tell you, um, we respect that a lot in you. And um, so I, I, transitioning into this sort of 
the potential breakup of the recruitment specialist before you even started. <laughs> yeah. um, how did that idea transition? Because you guys, you guys obviously started out in a very different uh, gimmick than what, what uh, has transpired over the last few years, over the last year. Right. I mean, from the Beaver boys where you guys were sort of the, 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 the chasing the girls and stuff. Yeah. To the dark order, which we, when we talked to John, he really like, he really pushed that he loved the original uh, idea of the Dark Order, you know, with with Evil mm-hmm. Uno's gimmick that he saw on, on the Indies and creating a chair for himself out of minions and stuff. But my goodness, have you guys transformed who you are since then? How did how did the recruitment specialist idea, tra- like how did that come up? I mean, because that is really special television. Um, just to kind of touch on what what John was talking about, like I feel like there was a lot of missed things we could have done uh with the original incarnation of the dark order um like as soon as we joined i was uh and i think my wife was starting to get a little worried about me uh Uh i was like deep diving into like cults (laughs) illuminati and like like, watching every kind of documentary reading about cults um, I wanted to do, uh, I remember I watched, uh, something that like the cult Nexium put out, like just like this kind of like a recruitment video where, mm-hmm. you know, there's just like super happy and like talking about how great this is, but there's like, <laughs> there's like, they're just soulless. Like you look in their eyes and there's just like, you can just tell they're evil. Right. Um, so I was like pitching stuff like that. I wanted to, uh, uh, you know, when the plan was to still, still do West Coast shows, I was like, you know, I think I was talking to uh, Matt Jackson. I was like, hey, like I'd, I just watched uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I was like, hey, we should do a vignette like at the like Manson family ranch. That would be cool. Like, just wow. like, you know, just kind of really like go into like this cult thing. Um <laughs> So yeah, like I do think there were some like missed things because our journey as a group has been like, you know, uh, like we don't get it. Oh, this is awesome. Oh, this is terrible. Oh, this is really cool. You know, like. Yep. Um, so we've had a, a lot of like almost kind of identity crisis uh, where it's like, all right, we're this really cool cult. Okay awesome let's go with that and then brody debuts and it's like well now you guys are like this corporate entity where we want you dressing nice but you're still an evil cult and it's like okay you know and then we did like one show with brody and then we were off tv because of the pandemic and i'm like all right like let's do a promo like talking about that and it's like well, where do we do it? Like, it's like, hey, let's find creepy places, but dress really nice. So yeah. Just, it's like, well, what are we? Like, so it was very, very confusing. Uh, the recruitment specialist idea kind of started with, um, goes hand in hand, literally with us starting to do BTE stuff. Mm. Uh, and that started with us just out of pure, uh, I want to say part frustration and part desperation. Hmm. Um, Brody had just wrestled Moxley at double or nothing. He had nothing next, Hmm. like after that. Um, John and I would barely be used on dark. Um, 
to the point where we thought we were getting fired or replaced because like they brought in 10 during the Georgia shows because we couldn't make it. Uh, and then we were able to come back down and they debuted five. And now both of them are getting wins mm-hmm. on dark and we still haven't won a match. Mm. And it's like the whole point of the dark order was like, Oh, join us. Like stop losing, start winning. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So we're like, Oh cool. Once we join this group, we're going to start winning matches. Nope. <laughs> we're just going to keep losing. So um, we were like kind of miserable and mm. I don't like, it wasn't like a bitter frustration, but it was just like, we felt like we were just there and not contributing anything. Um, so, and I hated being upset and bummed out mm-hmm. at my like dream job, you know, right. like this is what I worked so hard for. And now I'm just coming to work, not wrestling, coming out for an entrance or two and then going home and just pouting the whole time. Yeah, I didn't want to do that. Yeah. So uh, I had just thought of like, all right, well, maybe we can do stuff for BTE. You know, uh, maybe we can add a little comedy aspect. <laughs> you know, me and John can just try to recruit people for the Dark Order mm-hmm. and just tell them how much it'll help them. And it'll, you know, they'll start winning. And the funny part is, is that like they can just always look at us and be like, you guys haven't won a match yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, like you. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's like, we can at least get some comedy out of this. <laughs> um, and then we ended up going to TV the next loop and just literally by accident um, or not by accident, but just, it was perfect timing. Uh, the Bucks were talking to like uno and Stu, and they're like hey like we don't know what you guys are doing yet but like if you want to start doing stuff on bte like let us know we'll put you on and then uno told me that i was like oh i have an idea here we go wow um so bt was really supposed to be and this is like how nice Stu and uno are um they were full-time contracts or uh, fully contracted we were per appearance wow um so they're like hey BT will be just you and John. It'll be a chance for you guys to show individual personality, not be background guys. And hopefully this will get you full-time contracts. That's great. Uh, but then we did the first one with all of us and Brody and he threw the first roll of papers and that was it. We're like, all right, we're going to have to do like me and John will have our own separate thing where we try to recruit people and then we'll have a group one. Well, I mean, Alex, that, that, there's so much to unpack there, man. I mean, thank you. I mean, honestly, man, thank you so much for being so candid. Um, like, yes. you, like to talk about what a story of persistence, and it speaks volumes on the, the family feel that we get from the Dark Order. You guys mm-hmm. clearly enjoy like, each other and, and rooting for each other. Um, there's something special about what you've tapped into. And again, like this is this is the the repeated routine, like sort of that mantra of what it seems like in your career is you know, just when you think things might be going off the tracks, you're able to push through and something great happens. And, and I think that that this example of 
and the recruitment specialist just sort of breaking out of almost discontent, right? Almost like that struggle of where am I going and what am I doing? Mm -hmm. um, hitting that gold out of that, just trying to enjoy your job a little bit more is, <laughs> is pretty amazing. And, and I have to say, like, it speaks volumes on your character as far as to continue to want to push forward. And I'm so glad to see you successful in this regard. No, I mean, to be fair, uh, that has just come from uh, looking back over our careers and seeing uh we had a lot of like oh we'd reach this cool milestone and then like almost like a step forward two step backs mm -hmm. kind of thing you know mm -hmm. like oh we're starting to do pwg oh that's awesome and then kind of being complacent and being like oh well we got there mm -hmm. that's cool mm -hmm. all of this stuff will probably come to us and it never did and then that would fade away you know, so there were always like moments where we think, oh, okay, well, we're here now, but uh, this should come, but it doesn't. So I didn't want to fall into that trap. And mm -hmm. thankfully, we've just been well aware of those instances and learned from them that now it's like, okay, well, I don't want to lose this. So let, let us do something to, you know, build our value and make sure that, you know, we can stay here. You guys definitely built yeah. your value for sure. Simple. I mean, you guys are definitely the highlight of the week for us in BTE. Um, constantly original content. Um, and it, it's great stuff. And, you know, storylines are de definitely developing. And the fans feel it, especially when there, there are fans there. You guys are popping for the fans when yes. social media was blowing up when you guys got announced last week that you're added to the battle tag team battle royal. Yeah. Uh, so, the support behind you is great. Mm -hmm. You know, for BTE, what kind of inspiration, where do you come up with these, these hilarious skits? Do you guys sit around together or do you guys each like at home, write them in your phone. And then when you meet up together, be like, Hey, I got this. Or are you guys texting each other at 3am at night? Be like, oh, I got this funny thing. <laughs> uh, it's kind of, it's kind of all of those combined. <laughs> um, you know, I've always loved shows like the office and stuff oh, like that. Like, great. so um a lot of the times we'd think of something and it's like okay well how could we build a bit around this like mm -hmm. the slumber party episode that we just <laughs> did uh the butcher bought john his like sleep shirt that he's been wanting for months that okay. says positively exhausted he just bought it for him <laughs> so i was like oh let's have a slumber part like that's something we would do let's have a slumber party episode and then mm -hmm. we would just all sit in and be and like pitch like oh we can build a fort we can do you know and everyone puts their little spin um the valentine's day episode i oh. sent a text last uh last <laughs> monday before we even flew out i was like guys like we almost forgot that it's valentine's day like we need to do a valentine's day episode and then cabana just came up hey let's make valentine's for wardlow and like <laughs> then we just start putting our own you know um so a lot of it is like i'll sometimes just throw things out there mm -hmm. like cowboy day i was like hey oh, we need too. to have a day that we just dress up as cowboys <laughs> and then everybody throws in oh what if we did this what if we you know um the only one I was like fully like pretty much is my baby is uh, the Christmas episode. Mm. Um, the Caroline. Back in, yeah. In like <laughs> October, 
in October, I was like laying in bed one night. I was like, oh, we need to do like a Halloween episode. And then, oh, a Christmas episode. And I literally, it was like one in the morning. I got my phone and I literally wrote the 12 days of Christmas, but Dark Order style. I love that song. Um, that was great. <laughs> uh, and my wife just looked over. She's like, what are you doing? I was like, I have an idea for a bit and I have to write it down. because <laughs> I will forget it. Uh, and then I wrote Hangman the Handsome Cowboy on a flight home. <laughs> uh, and I was very hands-on and uh, very uh, uh, militant with how mm. people were were doing their parts. So. Yeah, take it Stay very seriously. Yeah, yes. like this is, yes. this is my baby right here. Like, yep. Um, so yeah, it's really, you know, a lot of it will just come sometimes we'll have an idea ahead of time sometimes it's like oh god like we have a couple hours to film something what can we do and thankfully we've all just kind of we know each other and our group dynamic so well that we can just find like one little thing and then build something around it that's it's really great that you say that part because i i was really i'm i'm interested as a fan on the group dynamic because when i watch you and johnny you know john's got this big over-the-top personality you know him right and and, oh, yeah. and you're always like it, it's so important on comedy teams where you have that straight man who has those witty like dry like comments that can sometimes make you crack up you always are such a nice counter to john can you elaborate a little bit on like the roles because obviously colt you mentioned him and his creative process that guy's been through it all you know he's oh, yeah. seen he's seen everything um can you kind of just kind of briefly talk about the the way you guys all fit together to create this happy family like um you know who who's like as far as you as far as the workhorses of the group that you that you look to as far as training partners um who do you see a lot of potential in stuff like that just kind of off the cuff looking at the dark order moving forward yeah i mean man you know i'd like to see like five and ten get featured more hmm. um i think kind of like us uh and like once we started kind of to get going with bt we all kind of made the uh decision to be like all right like you know we got taken care of like now it's time for us to like hey five and ten like we need to come up with individual characteristics and characters for you guys and what you'll do and you know and let's use this to help get all of us you know to where we want to be um i think anna has been such a great addition with as little as she does i think it's fantastic mm -hmm. um and i don't mean that in a in a bad way like no. she doesn't need to if she does a lot it's just not funny mm -hmm. um you know she just sits up top perched just looking over at the kind of like embarrassed by yeah embarrassed yeah. by your goofiness right exactly yeah. Um, so like, I'm glad that she's in the, you know, uh, women's like, uh, tournament coming up. Like, mm -hmm, I think that'll great. be a good showcase for, um, and then like, you know, Stu and Uno are just, they're so good and mm -hmm. have been teaming for so long. Mm -hmm. Um, and they're, they're kind of like the same dynamic as us. Like, you know, Stu and Johnny are very similar. They're very intense. And then <laughs> me and Uno are just kind of like the the straight men. Like, that. you know? That's very true. Yeah. So it's it's weird. We have a very similar 
uh, you know, dynamic. characteristics, but yeah, yeah, dynamic, but it's also different when the four of us are, are together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, man, Colt has helped us a lot as far as like comedy and putting stuff in the right places and adding little things, you know, um, but like for me personally, like it's sometimes tough when, because John is so over the top and out of control, uh, that like all the attention goes on to him, Mm -hmm. which as it should, like it's hysterical. Mm -hmm. Um, he cracks everybody up, including me on camera all the time. Um, (laughs) you know, so it's like, I know that I can't, I can't match him over the top, you know? Right. Uh, so like, I just try to find my little, your, your little quips. Yeah. Yeah. It, it took a while to get comfortable with that. Mm. Um, but I've started to see like, okay, people are getting like kind of my sense of humor and my part Mm -hmm. in all of this. Um, I just look to it as like Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis, like fame, any famous comedy team. Like, you know, I talked, I talked about it with SPD beforehand, yep. like the, the Chris Farley and David Spade, that's, yes. that's my era. Yeah. And you very much have that David Spade thing where you, you keep, you keep him in check a little bit and you have your little, you have your little quips and things yeah. like that. Yeah. And, it, and, and you speaks, need, you need that balance. Absolutely. It, right. It's just, it's just all balance. Absolutely. Right. Now you guys balance each other in the ring and outside the ring and right. i'm a huge fan of your guys's offense and the tandem wrestling skills you know we love fast fluid moves in the mm-hmm. ring um now what are some of the teams that you face throughout your career that you enjoy being in the ring with that comes so natural and flow together where you guys can really put on like a plus matches with your eyes closed that you really yeah. feel the chemistry um man the young bucks are just so good um mm. I really love the opportunity to have, cause we've wrestled them like a few times in mm-hmm. AW, but not in like a straight up one-on-one or like straight tag team match. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really hope we get that chance soon. I think that would be a lot of fun. They're just, their chemistry is just off the charts. And, you know, I think that would be very cool. Another team that we've wrestled a bunch is, uh, Team Tremendous, Bill uh, Bill Carr and Dan Barry. Hmm. Um, we've known those guys for years, and just those are just so much fun. You know, Bill is like this like big boss man, like just big guy um, that just throws. It's so so much fun to wrestle them. Um, but yeah, I'd say I'd say the Young Bucks. They're they're just. They're just too good. <laughs> they are. They are definitely top of their game right now. I did rewatch oh, yeah. that Fatal Four Way you guys had in CZW um, oh, yeah. with Team Tremendous, Young Bucks. Yeah. Um, uh, just watched that today. Oy, four K. Yeah, that was that yeah. was an, a fast paced, high energy match. A lot going on. It was it was a yeah. match to watch for sure. Now I have to ask. Um, I asked Silver this. It's kind of an off the cuff question. Like, <laughs> what celebrity, being a recruitment specialist, what celebrity would you want to recruit to the Dark Order? Oof. <laughs> it could be alive or dead oh man um who did john say fred there's no durst. pressure yeah there's no pressure because his that's answer was one. fred durst yeah that's a good one doesn't not surprise either 
Um, we were both Limp Biscuit fans growing up, yeah. Too, so yeah, I'd support that. that. Yeah, God, a celebrity. I would have to say probably Sting. Oh, the, nice. mus- the musician, the musician Sting. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he could lead our lead our morning yoga classes and then we can just tell everybody hey guys sting is in the dark order and no one and people's like oh that's awesome i can't believe you got sting not knowing that it's the singer sting there you go that's a bt right there start that is an awesome idea dark order sting joins dark order pass out flyers to everyone and spread the word yeah yeah, yeah you start great. playing fields of gold and you yeah. got... <laughs> i love it oh man that is that is fantastic so what are so going like moving forward you obviously have some you have a lot of great material that you still could tap into what what are some of your favorite things looking back on the the last year and just all that transformation that took place alex what are some what's what's your favorite moment or two that stuck out to you over the last year oh man um the couple like ones that like while we were filming hurt so much because of pure laughter um we did uh it was the one where i forgot what even what it was about um but it was the one where uno pulls out the jaguar's helmet and brody throws the papers yes. at him yes uh yeah it was like something where brody's like he comes in and he's like you know three of you guys are doing great and he looks at like five, ten, and Stu, and he's like, three of you guys are just fucking staring. He starts ripping into <laughs> us. And it's just so hard not like, – we got out of there. My abs were hurting. I had a headache because we were just dying laughing. Oh, um, I loved great. the one where me and John try to frame Stu. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the bathroom? In the bathroom, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and like Anna's, it starts with like Anna just chilling in the men's bathroom. <laughs> um, yeah, that was that one was one of my favorites. Uh, and then we the cowboy, cowboy day and the Christmas special were just, uh, I think like really upped it to the point where we're like we don't know how we're going to to top these to top this uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Especially the editing on Cowboy Day um, <laughs> was just mind-blowing. So those were, you know, and it's just wild. Like, we come up with these ideas and we're just like, this has made us more popular than, like, wrestling on TV, which Absolutely. just is just wild. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. And has, because of the reaction that we've been getting from fans through like these silly videos, mm-hmm. like we've been featured on TV more and it's like, love it. Oh man. Like we it's never great. thought, like we never did that. Like, I guess it was our end goal, but like our thought was like, Hey, let's just have fun with this and be creative and mm-hmm. come up with stuff. Maybe we'll get on TV once or twice. And then like, so it's just, I don't know. It's just, yeah, wild. There's, silly, there's just silly videos. No. And, and that's <laughs> no, the thing. Know. Like you, you could tell, like, you know, talking to Johnny mentioned that like at B, he wants to be like entertaining TV and all those things. And, and you yeah. can tell you love, you love the wrestling side. I can tell that. And when you see it in your ring work, you can tell you're polished. Um, who are some of the, the people you mentioned growing up, you know, having a lot of, 
a lot of different inspirations. You're a diehard wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. Who were some of your fans that you, like, sorry, so who were some of the performers that you really became a fan of that you just sort of geeked out over and who you st- like, you kind of looked up to over the course of your career as a fan? Oh man, there's so many. Um, probably uh, top of the list is Shawn Michaels. Just mm-hmm. so good. Um, and then like, I love Tully Blanchard, love Tully Blanchard, mm. uh, to the point where like, you see, I get nervous around him <laughs> when I see him. So like, hey, t- hey, Tully, hey, hey. I, I, uh, I would be the same way. I, I love, yeah. I love that old school, man. Absolutely. Like, Tully was just so good. And then you have like Mr. Perfect. Um, mm. and like, I look up to guys for different things, um, like I love Kevin Nash. It's like he didn't like he just had this super cool charisma. Like sexy man. He, yep. Yeah, he wasn't like this, you know, yeah, come on, you know, like kind of ba- he was just this cool guy that you just wanted to hang out with like so it's like all right, like what can I take from that? And then guys like Edge and Jericho, like Christian, mm-hmm. you know, like and that so Edge and Christian was pretty much what I was kind of telling John, like, Hey, I think this is the niche we kind of need to go to like these. That's a great tag team. Yeah. And like, just they're individual people, but they're a team, but they're these like aloof, silly, goofy guys that mm-hmm. like do these funny pre-tapes. But the second the match starts, they're not comedy. Right. Like they're not doing silly stuff in the ring. Like they're go like so. We always try to have that split of like, okay, we can do funny, silly, goofy, really well over here. Yeah. But the second the bell rings, it's like one hundred percent like yeah. focus and aggression and yeah, like we're not playing around anymore. I appreciate that. I mean, honestly, I, I think that that's that makes you guys like entertaining in and out of the ring. I think that that makes you guys really special. I I love that about you guys, SPD. Yeah. I know that. I know that you love that too, right? Like that sort of uh, that back and forth that they can, that they can get in the ring. Yeah. It shows a lot of um, maturity and just experience mm-hmm. of being able to, and Jericho is a, per, a perfect example. And um, speaking of him, you know, in AEW specifically, are there any mentors that really kind of like took you guys under your wing and who do you, you know, look up to on the roster that really for advice and all that you mentioned Tully, but is there anyone else? Um, I'd, I'd say like the, the first person that comes to mind was just Brody. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, being in the same group, we got to spend a lot of time with him, uh, and got to know him really quick and yeah. he would always help us with our matches. Um, <clears throat> tell us what we did well, but more importantly, tell us what we did wrong mm-hmm. and what we need to do better. Um, yeah you know we'd go to him for advice backstage you go to go to him for advice uh non-wrestling related like real yeah. life stuff um he was like he was the best and he was definitely the person that like took us under our wing um now like i'll you know i'll go to jericho i'll go to cody i'll go to the bucks um those yeah i'll probably go to those guys for advice on things you know um 
especially someone like Jericho, like he's literally been through and done oh. everything. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like it's Chris Jericho. Why wouldn't you go to him and ask him a couple, and ask him a couple <laughs> no of questions? Doubt. He definitely um, seems like the godfather there too you know and and are willing to really spread the knowledge and uplift the talent i mean hear him in on his podcast he's just so encouraging and uplifting that's what we try to do at dynamite download is uplift others you know yeah as we're growing we want to just show the show the shine the light on people it's easy to critique something you know like how jericho took so much heat for a move he he botched a little bit but i mean the guy is look at how well a shape he's in look at what he can do week in and week out he's in the ring almost every single dynamite the guy's a superstar Mm -hmm. yeah yeah the fact that he's still doing a line salt at 50 is mind-blowing i'm terrified to do one (laughs) (laughs) i'm terrified you and me both and i don't (laughs) jeez so as we uh you know we're big fans of the dark order as we start to wind things down and we even started joint dark order january uh back in December. thank you we nice. were really trying to <laughs> promote you. Dark Order because we believe in you guys and we believe great things are coming for 2021. And we wanted to try try to spread as much love and support for you all. Especially uh, with this attitude, man. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's pretty incredible. It seems like the whole Dark Order is just fun group. We would love to we would love to join one day and, <laughs> and hang out in the, the Dark Order layer. So that would be great. Uh, <laughs> Good. It's a good layer. <laughs> all right. One day, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> What are some of your goals personally, I guess, maybe as a team with you and John or individually mm-hmm. and as a group for 2021 at Dark Order? Where do you guys see it? Because Crayfish is the first to tell anyone he is. The, he took a complete 180 on you guys from, you know, debut to now. Mm-hmm. And as you mentioned earlier, it was kind of like a little bit of a roller coaster. Oh, yeah. But, you know, the announcers said that you were are the home team of AEW two weeks ago on Dynamite. That was such a great compliment Huge. the announcers are saying for you guys' main event. And it, we see great things for 2021. What do, what do you want to accomplish? Um, I'd say, like, obviously top of the list is the AEW tag team titles. That's, uh, that's kind of number one. Um, you know, I don't, I think for like, as a group, like just to keep pushing and keep creating content and, um, you know, uh, it's, it's so tough because there's so many of us. Yeah. Um, so I just want, this thing, especially with our dynamic now, and I feel like now we all know who we are. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd like to just clearly, more clearly define that and um, expand on this new kind of dark order, um, especially when it comes to like dynamite and stuff like that. Um, yeah, like, you know. I'd love to have, I know the Join Dark Order t-shirt did really well, but I'd love to have like, figure out a design where it's like a Bullet Club shirt, you know, where it's like, I want to get to like that level. Right. You know, where like people are wearing, hey, like, look at this fucking Dark Order shirt, like, and see it everywhere. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I want for the group. Um, but yeah, like, you know, the tag team titles are probably numero uno 
man, for us seem, right now. You seem like such a leader and such a selfless guy, man. I have to say, it, it coming away so impressed. SPD, well, because so much of this interview, Alex has been willing to talk to us about the the back, the inner workings of the of the Dark Order and all that he sees. Why don't we pull the curtain back a little bit yeah. and get to know who Alex is a little bit with oh, your yeah. trademark, with your trademark segment, SPD. Go take it five. away, brother. So fast five questions, just random off the cusp uh, to kind of wind things down for the interview. So uh, first question would be, if you can go on a road trip with anybody, who would it be? Alive or dead? Um, probably George Washington. Okay. <laughs> If you could have a dream, way back. <laughs> yeah. If you could have a dream match with anyone in any era, one on one, who would you do? Shawn Michaels. Favorite wow. sports team? Uh, I don't really watch sports. Um, I'll just go with the Yankees. Okay. <laughs> have to from New York, right? Yeah. Oh, favorite- and I want to change. I want to change my uh, road trip one. I'm going to say Frank Sinatra. Okay. Ooh, Not George nice. Washington. That's a good one. Nice. Yeah. Especially New Yorker, yeah. Uh, favorite guilty pleasure for food? Like your favorite cheat or you can't resist? Um, I would say ice cream. Okay. Mm-hmm. What flavor? Yeah. Uh, just straight straight up vanilla. Me too. That's, maybe, I like a plain maybe vanilla. Maybe like a chocolate chip cookie dough if I'm feeling real fancy. But okay. yeah, just straight vanilla. I'm good. That's, is your that's wife the too. same way? Is your wife the same way? Is, she, is like uh, ice cream her, like her thing? What's her favorite yeah, flavor? Yeah, I'd say ice cream or pizza. Ice. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Great go-to's. <laughs> Date night or at the no, Reynolds house chip, sounds awesome. Chip cookies. She'd <laughs> oh, no. she'd pick chocolate chip cookies. Nice. So. All right. Last question is actually from one of our favorite fans, and um, you may know her, Full Tilt Deb. Uh, yes. She, she says, what wrestler made you pop as a kid, and who makes you pop now? Oh, man. Um, as a kid, definitely Sean. That yeah. was just – yeah, I – yeah, uh, this is a great promo for now. SBK. Yes. <laughs> um, now, man, I'd have to say Sting the musician. Yeah, <laughs> I'd have to say Pack. Oh, uh, oh my Pac gosh! Are there Pack or Kenny? Oh, you're oh, talking yeah, to the biggest baby. Pac fan in the world Woo! right here. What a way to yeah. end this interview! My I'm man. pretty sure he's just he's like the probably best wrestler on our roster right now you're you just made crayfish's night because of you that have interview. no idea man i'm beaming ear to ear just because i feel like he doesn't get the love that's, that that a kenny does I, I feel like Pac is every bit as as good as anyone in the world so yeah that, that's quite the answer man I, it makes me respect your love and knowledge uh, of wrestling yeah. even that much more he's he's so good too good <laughs> well and honestly um Alex, you, you clearly have your eyes um, as a wrestling, as a wrestler yourself. It, it's so much of where you've come from. You could tell, man, your respect and love for the business. Um, it grow. It, it's, it's there now. Yeah. I think we, we talked a lot about leadership in the locker room. Um, the maturity that you show and the thoughtfulness that you seem like to, to, to portray as a human being, man, like you, I can tell people are going to be coming to you um before you know it I, I really respect where you're going and spd and i are not kidding we we believe that the dark order 
um, has bright things in store. Um, we're really excited to see what's ahead for you guys. We're pushing for a full action figure line that's released oh my God. as the Dark Order. Just a series <laughs> yeah. wave, man. I feel Seriously. like the crowd would be all about that. Um, uh, every time they announce it, because I'm a big action figure guy, so every time they are like, oh, here's the lineup, I'm like, come on, come on. And it's like... <laughs> Oh no, another it's gonna come another yes. Cody. Put it it's out gonna, there. It's gonna come. And it'll happen. Oh, no, We're big believers in positive manifestation. We we believe oh, it's absolutely. gonna happen. So uh Alex, before we, we let you go, where can fa- fans find more of this amazing insight of funny humor? Uh, where where are you where are you go where are you at on social, Alex? Uh Twitter and Instagram. It's uh at YT Alex Reynolds. Um yeah, and uh I usually will post uh stuff about my cat or um i don't know just commentate on random things you're you're one of the, the you're you're amazing to fans um you're always very like supportive to your fan base and we we love that about you we'll make sure that we push that i SPD. really try i really try it's you know uh it doesn't get lost on me that like i, I also still find it very weird that people like want to talk to me or tweet at me or it's very like i don't get it um so like i try to make sure like even if it's just like a like to a post you Mm -hmm. know um but i'll always try to like respond or you know and i just i do appreciate everyone that like reaches out or you know tells them like tells us like oh this brightened up my day it's like you know it's true it's weird when you think about those bigger picture things and not hey i'm just filming a bunch of silly videos with my friends um it's true to have that you know a a little bit goes a long way for some people and it could really make or break their their day their week their month you know Uh, a like a repost anything like that to be able to just influence others and we've noticed that even with like our show it's so great to be able to like get people through the day you know or just put a smile on their face because we do try to do some goofy fun videos on Friday night, a live show where we're just having drinks and just talking shop live and people can commentate on and we keep it. People come back every week and it's their highlight of the week. And so we just, yeah. any way to put a smile on our face, it makes us happy, you know, and it's yeah. all the same for you. And that's, it goes oh, both absolutely. ways too, man. It goes both ways too. Cause I mean, like when you have that interaction and you know that you make that impact, Alex, when like, I'm sure it, it, it adds a certain level of, I don't know, pride in, in how far you've come. I mean, your career, you've, you've come a long way, man. And to know that, you know, you can give back that way. I mean, we talked about it with full tilt Deb. She's an example, <laughs> giving a, giving a birthday shout out like that, just giving likes and giving those types of things. Um, it goes a long way and it can make people uh, make their day. So appreciate you spending time with us. Um, we know that uh, your, your schedule is better now than it ever has been, um, but we, but <laughs> we know nice. your time is very, very valuable. So we really appreciate you spending this time with us. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. I really Thank appreciate you. you guys having me on. Absolutely. You're welcome. And we're going to be down to dynamite uh, next live show. Oh, nice. We just, yeah, we just got our tickets. Um, so awesome. crayfish has been known for, losing his voice within probably the first five, 10 minutes of a sports game and, or getting us kicked out sometimes because <laughs> I promise I'm not doing that. <laughs> but no, John, John mentioned that he, uh, he missed the fans a lot. And I, Oh can my only, God. And, it's, we're going to do know, our best to make it feel like oof. a full house. <laughs> I, we, I appreciate that. Cause man, like, you know, it's wild that a lot of the guys on our roster haven't wrestled 
in front of like a full AEW crowd. That's, That's true. true. You don't think about um, it. Yeah. And like, thankfully, we were lucky enough to have that experience. And it's like, oh man, you work so hard to get to these full arenas and there's thousands of people there. And it's like, all taken away. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you mm-hmm. just, I, I remember when they, even when they first started, it was like 500 people. It's like, oh my God. And like you heard it and you were like nervous. Uh, so like, you know, hopefully things just keep, you know, progressing and everyone's right. staying safe and, you know, we do things by the book, but hopefully we can start allowing some more people to come in because man like you look at old clips of AEW shows oh, those crowds were... there was never a bad crowd those crowds were just on fire from so hot beginning yeah. to end well every dynamite it, 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 we talk about it all the time every dynamite you guys always deliver there's always more, it's just like it blows our mind how much content you guys get in a show and no wonder why the crowd was geeking out i mean it's such an incredible there's nothing like um, the AEW experience. I, I was, I've been lucky enough to be at a couple live shows before the pandemic and nice. it, it's real, man. It, 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 there's a love, a diehard fan base. Some wrestling fans out there don't get it. People who aren't part of the AEW family. Um, but there is a loyalty and a love for this company. And a lot of it is because of the wrestlers themselves and how authentic you guys are, how accessible you guys make yourselves. Um, it was just a, I always describe AEW as like a company of dream chasers. It's, it, you yeah. talked about it very early on with Cody and, and the young bucks betting on themselves. Um, and you could tell it, it permeates the locker room. It permeates mm-hmm. the entire value system of this company. It's, it, it's, it's easy to get behind when people are, yeah. are chasing their dreams. You want to see that happen. Right. So, Oh, absolutely. It's pretty incredible. Thanks again, Alex. We really appreciate your time, man. We can't wait to see all the, the good things in store. We'll be there to cheer you on in, uh, on awesome. the 17th. Can't wait. Man. <laughs> That's Thanks, awesome, brother. guys. Thanks, Thank man. you very much. Thank you.